Good morning, my name is Chris. I'm one of the elders, the pastor here at the church. We'd like to welcome all of you here that may be visiting. This is a very special day, as Pete mentioned. Uh, I would like to ask before we get into the message this morning and then hear from those that will be baptized and allow their families to speak a blessing over them and, and then we'll share a video that they have all shared their testimony and what it means to them to follow Jesus and what baptism means and why they themselves want to be baptized. And then we actually get to the feature of the day, them being baptized right there behind that screen. And uh, it'll go up, you'll get to see it all. It's a wonderful time. But two serious things I'd like for us to be praying for as a church. First of all, yesterday, uh, Don and I got to enjoy and be with uh, Leo and Angela and communicating with many of the believers and leaders uh, in groups in China that they have been responsible for planting and continuing to care for. It's been a real privilege that I've been able to connect with them for, I don't know, half a dozen times or so and get to know them and share with them my heart and a heart as our community, praying for them, believing God for them. Um, every time I see their faces, I am moved with what they pay, the price they pay to walk their faith in that nation. Yesterday, we had some trouble, and it, and it could cause them trouble. Uh, the platform we had to use was being monitored by the government, and we're praying for protection for those believers, that they would not be harassed or questioned uh, by the authorities, especially one leader in particular who is a government official. And it could be very costly to her. And so... I'm asking you as a church community to pray for them. God has joined our hearts together. We are grateful for Leo and Angela and their mission work there in China. And it is an honor to get to stand with them. Obviously the situation in Israel is another one that is very concerning to us. And as Pete mentioned, Anna will delay her moving to Lebanon and we will trust the Lord in what he is doing. Um, but I'd like for you to join with me in praying for that situation now. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We pray for our believers and friends in China. We pray, God, that you will protect them. We pray, Lord, that you will give them courage, that you will bolster their faith, that you will strengthen them in their commitment to you to not only live for you, but to share that life, love, and light with others around them. I pray specifically, Lord, for protection uh, for those that uh, could be greatly impacted or questioned by authorities. We pray for those that are believers in that land, Lord, that you will encourage and strengthen them today. Lord, we know that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and we long for the day of your appearing when the new Jerusalem will come down out of heaven and God himself will be with us and will be our God. The day that you wipe away every tear from our eyes where there'll be no more death, no more sadness, no more crying, no more pain because all the old ways will be gone. We pray for those that are in Israel and Palestine amid the escalating violence and war, as we pray for all of those who are affected by war around the world, including in Ukraine. We pray for those killed and injured in Israel by the rockets and terrorists. And for those who are grieving the loss of loved ones even today, may your rod and your staff comfort them still. 
May you be with them. May you be a refuge and strength to them. And may they know that you are ever present. We pray for the protection of those who've been held hostage as they walk through a valley of shadow of death. May they fear no evil. We pray for the civilians in Gaza and for the Palestinian people as well. May they know that their help comes from the maker of heaven and earth. And we pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ, both in Israel and Palestine and China and Lebanon, every place that we have connections with around the world. We pray, Lord, that you would protect them, that you would be a shield about them and that you would supply all of their needs according to your riches and glory. And we pray for those who do not yet know you. May in these troubled days, they have a revelation of Jesus Christ as Messiah and as King. The only one who is able to save us and redeem us to himself. And we pray for those who are in leadership, both in Israel and of the Palestinian people. May you guide them along the right paths. We ask all of this in the mighty name of Jesus and trust in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. As followers of Jesus, we have two God-ordained sacraments, things that are set aside to acknowledge the power of God working in us and what he has done for us. The sacrament of communion is the first, something that we as a church community participate in on the first Sunday of every month, but also throughout the week and month in other smaller settings. The second sacrament is baptism. It is a one-time declaration of a lifetime commitment to the Lord. Why get baptized? Well, simply put, because he said so. Jesus commanded his disciples to go into all the world, making disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And we are still in that age of making disciples. And as a church community, we strongly take seriously the great commission of Jesus, not only the great command to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself, but also to go and make disciples, baptizing and teaching them all that he commanded. And that's why we do that today. Throughout the book of Acts, we see people accepting Jesus as Messiah and King, and then committing their life and their ways to following him and being baptized as a public declaration of that allegiance and that loyalty to Jesus. It's all about Jesus. We see it on the day of Pentecost when Peter stands before a crowd and 3,000 hear his message, the gospel news, and they respond to Jesus, accepting him into their lives. And that very day, they are baptized and added to the church. And we see it in Acts 8 as Peter, excuse me, as Philip goes to Samaria and everywhere he goes, he is He is preaching the gospel to anyone and everyone. And all of those who believed were baptized. Later in that chapter, we see Philip being led to an Ethiopian official. 
and he explains the gospel to him as they travel along in this man's chariot. And as it becomes an awakening upon him, his heart is filled and he begins to understand the scriptures he's been reading, that it's all about Jesus and he sees water in the distance. And he says, what prevents me from being baptized? And then he is. We see it in Acts 9 when Ananias is sent to pray for a rebel and enemy of the church named Saul who has had a blinding vision of who? Jesus. And now he is scared and not knowing what to do, blinded. And Ananias comes to him and prays for him and he's healed. And immediately Ananias baptizes him. He becomes Paul, the one that is responsible for much of the New Testament. And then in Acts 16, after the Lord had opened her heart to the gospel, Lydia and all of her household believe on Jesus. They accept him into their lives and they are baptized. And later in that chapter, the Philippian jailer and his whole household believed in Jesus. And that very night, they're baptized. All of these are instances that point to us a pattern that once a person admits his sin and commits to following Jesus, baptism is the next step taken to proclaim to heaven and to earth that I am now a follower of Jesus. Which leads us to this question that many people ask these days. Is it appropriate to baptize babies? or to only baptize those old enough to make a personal decision. I'll confess to you and admit that there are Christians on each side of this conversation with differing views for differing reasons. But we as a church, we teach that baptism is an act of obedience made by those mature enough to recognize their own sin and comprehend the significance of Jesus's death for them and then commit themselves to following him, something that many call believer's baptism. One of the biggest reasons I hold to this view personally is that almost every time baptism is mentioned in scripture, it's preceded by a command to repent and believe. And I don't know how an infant can do that. Repent and believe, like when Peter said in Acts 2, repent, which means change your hearts and your lives. Be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. We're never told to be baptized and then believe. But to first believe, putting your trust in Jesus and then display that faith by following Jesus into baptism. Of course, it is appropriate to dedicate infants to the Lord and that is something that we do regularly. I think it's appropriate, but that's dedication. That's not baptism. Now, another question that people ask is, does it matter if you're immersed or dunked with water? I don't want to get too picky about this. Um, I've heard some very creative forms of baptism in my day. Our dear friend, Jim Newsom, who was in prison for eight years, 
started an amazing church in prison. Many inmates came to believe Jesus. There was a time when they had no ability to fully dunk someone underwater. There just wasn't a tank available to them. And so they decided that they would use a mop bucket and just dunk their heads in it. (laughs) I think it worked. I have no arguments with that. But it is interesting that all the Greek dictionaries of the New Testament define the Greek word baptizo as immersion. And the symbolism is compelling when you think about it. You are lowered into the waters just as Christ has lowered you into the pool of his grace until every inch of you is clean. All of you from head to toe, buried in a watery grave, covered from head to foot with God's love and then raised with him in the newness of life, washed clean by the blood of Jesus. For the early disciples, baptism could mean some really hard realities in their practical life. They could be pulled from their roots, disowned by their families, lose their livelihood. It can still be that way in certain places, in certain cultures around the world. To commit to following Jesus means walking away of much, if not all, of your former life. But regardless of whether you walk away from heritage, family, livelihood, God has called us to walk away from the old life of sin and to walk into the new life he has purchased for you. Baptism also meant, and still does today, that you have entered into a radically different kind of life, not one of your own making, but his life in you. And it's more than just a ritual we do at church or a tradition handed down through the ages. Walking into the waters of baptism is indicating your complete union with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. For I have been crucified with Christ. And Christ lives in me. The life I live now in this body I live by faith in the Son of God. My life is no longer, it's his life in me, which not only sanctifies and purifies me, but it's what gives me power to live victorious in this life. Who loved me and gave himself up for me. I believe if we better understood what's happening in baptism, and I've said this before, we would walk more victorious in Christ Jesus. I think all of us, those who have been baptized and those that will be today need to remember the importance of this moment. It is not what saves us, but it is the indication we have been saved. And it is declaring to all the world, those that love us and those that don't, the enemies of heaven, as well as the families who sit here today, that I am a follower of Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. I think Paul saw it this way too. He says to the Romans, he says, do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried therefore with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the father, we too 
might walk in newness of life. Praise God. For if we have been united with him in death like this, his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. That is a promise. You can bank your life on it. And then to the church in Colossae, he says, in him also you were circumcised with a circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with him in baptism in which you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God who raised him from the dead. And to the church in Galatia, he wrote, for as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ like a new set of clothes and you look good in Jesus. Crucified with Christ, buried with him in death, raised to walk in newness of life in the powerful working of God who raised Jesus from the dead, putting off the body of the flesh and putting on Christ. Do you see how completely transformational this is and how it changes everything going forward. How you can't turn back. When you make this commitment and walk into these waters, you will never be the same again. That declaration is for the enemy of your soul and for yourself when you begin to doubt. Putting on Christ. As one commentary put it, that plunge beneath the running waters was like a death. The moment's pause while they swept overhead was like a burial. The standing erect once more in air and sunlight was a species of resurrection. That's what we are in Christ Jesus. We are a species of resurrection life. Baptism is a holy happening where we remove our shoes and bow our heads and bend our knees and bury our old man, plunging our body and soul into the promise and power of Christ. And all of this signifies that we are willing to die to sin and to self, that he may be made alive in us, Christ in you, the hope of glory admitting that apart from Christ, we are filthy. But in Christ, we are clean. And our salvation is secured. We're united with Christ and to his people. His death is mine. His resurrection is mine. His life is mine. The old has passed away. Behold, all things are new. Let all who have been made clean rejoice. Can you rejoice today with the Lord? We rejoice, Lord. You have made us clean. Praise God. With that, I would like to ask those who are being baptized today. We have seven, five of our young people and two adults. I'd like for them to come with their families and gather here at the front. I'm going to give just a brief moment for family to pray a blessing or give a verse or give an encouragement to each of them before we take them to the background and then let you hear their testimony. So all those being baptized, if you just come forward, stand here at the front.
Awesome. Good. And then we have King over here, and Noah, and Anne, and Jacob, and Audrey, and also Jeff is getting baptized today. And then finally, Ava. So we're going to start on this side. I'm going to give just a moment for any of the parents to say anything they'd like to. Uh, first is King. So Joyce, do you want to say anything? Or J Jason? Um, I just want to say thank you, Father, for a day like this. <laughs> this morning when I was coming in, I tripped and fell um, at the foyer. And I was asking myself, I was asking God, what is, does this mean? He said, it's a special day. I'm not embarrassing you. I'm not doing anything for you to feel bad. But today is a very special day because your child is going to be baptized. I pray for you, King. I speak the blessings of God over yes. your life. God. I pray that as you get baptized today, I decree that all things are passed away. Behold, all things will become new. Yes. I pray that the gates of hell shall not prevail over your yes, life. Jesus. You will soar up higher and higher in your academics, yes. in your spiritual life, yes. in everything that you touch. It shall be well with you in the name of Jesus. Praise I pray God. that you will not turn your back against God. You will walk with him till eternity. Yes. Till when he comes back in the name of Jesus. I pray that today, from today, everything will be well with you. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost, I pray. Amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. Noah. 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 <laughs> um, we are really um, thankful for what the Lord is doing in your life. It has been an honor to see um, how he has led you in this process of you submitting your life to him, um, from giving your life to him at camp this summer, um, and to entering into the process of what it means to die to yourself and to be alive in him. Um, we're just really proud of you as parents, and we love you. Um, this morning, <laughs> before you woke up, um, there was a song that came on from your Alexa that you have at night when you sleep. And it was just the music of it, but it brought me back from when I was young. And one of my favorite songs was to turn your eyes upon Jesus. And I just wanted to say those words to you. It says, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. And I believe that that's a promise that the Lord has for you. Um, so that's all I want to say. Yeah, no, as I was praying for you, I felt like I uh, wanted to gift you with five words. They actually spell out goals. Um, so speaking goals over your life, that you would be full of the giftedness of the Holy Spirit. You'd be full of spiritual gift. That you would be obedient and you would hear what the Lord is saying and do it that you would be full of the worship, the alabanzas of the Lord, that your love for him would be strong and that you would sense his love for you all the days of your life and that you would be somebody who is sure and solid, that you would know who you are because of what you're choosing, because of how you're submitting to the Lord. 
So, Father, we bless Noah in Jesus' name. We ask that you would grow him up in your way, that you would fill him up with your spirit. And in the same way that you have led him, we trust you to continue to lead him. In Jesus' name. Amen. And Ann Addison. Ann's name comes from, um, it's a Hebrew name, and it means grace. Part of your gifting that God has given you, Ann, is extending grace to those around you, drawing them in, making a place for them, showing them his grace, showing them that they have a place that he has given them. And he told me the same word that he said to Sari, turn your face to him, turn your eyes to him. That is where you'll find your own peace, your own grace, and where you'll be able to turn and give that to those around you who need him. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for this treasure in earthen vessel. I pray she would know you more than she knows anything else. God, she know you more than she knows her own name, that she would know who she is in Christ Jesus, that she would know who she is in your grace, right in the palm of your hand. I pray she would never know lack. I pray that she would uh, be the first and not the last, uh, that she'd be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, uh, that she'd be blessed going in and coming out, blessing the city, blessing the country, and that she would grow in favor with God and with man, and that her relationship with you would be evident to those around her, Lord. Thank you, Father. We give you the glory in Jesus' name. And Jacob doesn't have family here, but Sergio, he, he does. Okay. That's right. We're his family. That's right. Sergio and Sarah disciple Jacob, and I'm going to ask Sergio to share blessing. Yeah. Jacob, as um, the Lord has pursued you and met you and drawn you close to him, you've been open and jumping into community, um, has been pointed out, and um, have both cared and received care. Um, and correction and today um, will really mark uh, the acknowledgement of how the Lord has already drawn you close to him but the adventure into a life where you won't um, know life without him Um, and as he starts to show you the will he has for your life um, and as he starts to speak to you um, and walk you into that uh, just pray that you'd continue to trust him and surrender um, all of those things and that your strength would um, come from him as, as the life source. So. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And the Loftuses, Jeff, I pray a blessing upon you. I'm grateful to get to walk with you. God has purpose for you, for your family. And I am honored that I get to baptize you today. But I'm honored that you are committed to him no matter what the struggle has been. I pray a blessing upon you in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and Audrey, you have, since you were created, 
he knew you before we knew you. And you have always been a wonderful blessing to us, a great treasure. And I want you to know that even going forward, that this world doesn't make it easy, but to always rely on him. Though the world may be chaotic and tumultuous, trust in him. Put your burdens on him, put your worries on him. We aren't meant to carry it. And Ava, Ava and her family, such a blessing to our community. Jeremy is going to speak. I don't know if I can. <laughs> Hold that for me. I got tremors, so I can't. It's tradition in our family uh, as we come up through the church that we were raised in. Uh, when you go through your confirmation of faith, you're assigned by a, with a Bible verse. My grandfather gave me mine. So this is coming from his Bible, and this is your verse. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. So I'm going to ask those that are being baptized to go ahead and back, go back, and families can have a seat. And uh, we're going to get to hear from each of these that are being baptized this morning, their testimony. To me, following Jesus means trusting him with every choice, um, every decision, every, everything that happens to my life is, is, is his. And it means truly fully seeking that and in, in wanting to hear what he has to say into my life, into the lives of the people around me and seeing what he has for me. Um, I think that's one of the, that's one of the amazing things that I've seen over the past like few months as I started to get to know him. Um, it's just how he's been speaking into my life. Um, but then we have a choice. Do we, do we, obey that or do we do we choose to do something else out of our own will and for a while I was doing things out of my own will um, and that that causes pain that causes hurt to a lot of people to people that I care about around me um, and so it's really it's it's really recognizing that he he allows me to see that and then turning to him in all of those things and, and, re and recognizing that I can't do, I can't make these decisions on my own. They aren't my decisions to make. Um, so seeing, so just walking in, in faith in that, in, in the hard times and in the moments where it, it's really difficult as well. Um, and seeing that it takes, it takes trials, it takes pain, it takes suffering, but the end, the end goal of, of it all really is just to be with him and to, 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 to be with him. And so I think that's what this baptism is means to me is is really seeing seeing that lived out is I think this is the the next step for me is I was I was baptized as a like as a child at a Lutheran church in Pennsylvania, um, but it wasn't a choice that I I willingly made. Um, and so I think as I've come to know him, um, it's stepping into this relationship that I 
he has he has shown himself to me in so many ways um you know that I, I can't even can't even really begin to describe but like i know that it's been him so it's this is this is me publicly declaring like right this is what baptism is, is publicly declaring that yes jesus like i want to follow you and i will choose to follow you for the rest of my life because how you've made yourself known to me and that that is how i want to walk out the rest of my life um and so i think that that's that's what it means to me in, in following following jesus through moments of difficulty and allowing him to to bring up um, places where I sit, where I'm, where I'm prideful, where I'm not following him with the fullness of my heart. Um, being in those moments and turning to him and knowing that he will, that he will sort all of that out and that um, he will bring, you know, rejuvenation and nourishment to me um, in moments when I need it and turning and turning to him in those moments as well. I think what Jesus means to me is that he is, a f I'm a follower to him and that he's respectful f to me. So why shouldn't I be respectful to him? He is kind in many ways to me and my family and all my friends and that he is my father. When I was at Camp Kledos and I had a bunch of visions of him and I was just crying there repenting to him, saying like, oh my Lord, please help me. And thinking that um, that he's the one to help me, he's the one to affect my life and to help me. What baptism means to me is to be buried with him um, and to just invite him into my house um, and I feel like he's trying to invite me into his kingdom um, and I really do want to be invited to his kingdom. I want to be baptized because um, it just seems what God wants me to do and I want to follow his ways um, and I feel like he's just calling me into his kingdom the Lord, um, saying, Noah, come with me. Following Jesus is like following somebody that I trust, somebody I can rely on. When I follow Jesus, I feel like I'm with Virginia, for example, somebody that I can talk to, that I can go to whenever I need to talk to somebody. Um, I go to Jesus for the simplest things. And so following Jesus, it's like having another father because he is my father. And so ever since I met Jesus, I've been dedicated to following him because he is what makes me happy. I want to be baptized because after all these months, I've prayed and I have asked and I have followed. And I feel like baptism is something that I can do to prove that I am ready to give my entire self to God and that I am ready to follow Him, I am ready to hear Him, and I am ready to accept Him fully. Baptism means to me, personally, that I'm like giving myself to Him and I am following Him. 
but also baptism to me means that I am leaving behind all of my sins and I am being born again a Christian and a new person and a person who is ready to follow my Lord. To me, following Jesus is like like all the things that that you've been doing since you were born, like all the things that you learned from other people, like all the bad things, you just like just leave it, leave it all behind just to follow Jesus. And yeah, that's mostly what I think it is to follow Jesus. And to also pick up your cross and, and follow him. And if he can, he will also be there to help you. And yeah, he will also be there to help you on the way. Um, I accepted Jesus at a very young age, but I didn't really understand what it meant to follow Jesus. I thought it was just like someone that was there when you needed him, but he's actually there like every single time. And you don't have to talk to him, but you, you can talk to him anytime in school, at work, anyway. Um, I want to be baptized because I feel like I'm at that point where if I don't, then what am I really, what am I really saying about like my faith? And I want to be baptized because I want the whole world to know that, that I obviously followed Jesus and he's the only truth. Baptism to me is that you receive the Holy Spirit and you're a new person. Even though you've asked for forgiveness of your sins, if you get baptized, it's also an addition for the Holy Spirit to come into your life. I feel like this summer, it, um, at the beginning of the summer, I was really confused and I, I didn't really know where I was in my relationship with God, but um, during camp and I feel like during camp, I had, I had like a revelation that told me that he is always there, like every single time, even at your lowest moments, he is there with you. For me, following Jesus is giving up what time, what free time you have to spend time with him and being able to trust him in whatever situation you're in. I asked Jesus in my heart when I was seven, but I didn't really know what it meant. But as I got like older, I realized it went a lot deeper, like hearing his voice and praying and talking to him. And it's really cool to do that for me. What I think is meaningful about my relationship with Jesus is when I first heard his voice in seventh grade or like felt his presence and I just thought it was really cool to be part of that and in eighth grade uh I heard his voice again when Grant came up and spoke about repentance and that really <clears throat> impacted me I don't know how to explain it in exactly which way but it really did and I think it brought me closer. I want to be baptized because I believe it'll help me take a next step in my faith. And uh, being able to trust him more and really take into heart what it means to be in a relationship with Jesus. Baptism to me is a very symbolic thing about how Jesus died and rose again from the grave.
And except it's me that's doing the dying and rising, let the new me rising, born again into Christ. Well, I think following Jesus means like you put all of your trust in him and you pray more and you um, really try to listen for him. And if he tells you to do something, um, that you really try to do it and that maybe something really good will happen and um, that you really just put all your faith and trust in him. Well, I accepted Jesus when I think I was like six, and I don't really remember remember a lot of it, but um, I think that was a really good decision because I feel like he was calling me and telling me to accept him into um, my heart and that he's really like living inside of me and um, telling me certain things to do and not do and telling me if things are wrong or not wrong and that um, I really put all my faith in Him, and He'll lead me through life. And I want to be baptized because I really like the thought of going down and being buried with Him as your old self and coming back up new with Him and following Him more. And I really want to pray more and really try to hear Him. Um, and I just want to be baptized because I really um, I feel like he's calling me and telling me, like, right now that I need to be baptized, and I think that's why I want When I was a child, um, we didn't go to church. We only went to church when we were visiting my grandparents, but, uh, you know, that was um, very real to me, and even as an early age, I was uh, drawn to the Lord. Um, and when I was a teenager, I was baptized uh, by sprinkling. It was very powerful for me, even then. And then you get older and the world gets bigger and you start following different things and bore for me no fruit, really. Um, but still, I, I heard him calling me. When I started seeing more, baptisms being done here, um, I really felt the Lord telling me, like, this is, this is for you. And in a very real sense, like, I, I could feel that, and from what I've, you know, read and heard in His Word, that there's a very powerful resonance in the full immersion to bury the old self and to rise again with him. It's something that I've felt a real pull for, a pull towards. Um, that to follow him is to deny myself because who am I to deny him? Who am I to deny the gifts that he's given me? And what he has given me even from my own creation. The spirit inside of me is his. That I can walk through this world, but I'm not of this world. And there's a comfort in that. It's not easy, of course, as we all know, but there's true comfort in that.
that it is finished, that it is done, and that no weapon formed against me shall and will prosper, even the weapons of my own creation, my shame, guilt, self-doubt. I let it take control over me too many times to rise again with him, knowing that he defeated death, that he took the keys and conquered death for me, that then really this is the only death that I'll experience. Wasn't that great? You can, you can applaud for that. So this is the fun part, right? Do you have anything else you want to say? <clears throat> Jeff, it's been an honor, as I said, to walk with you. And I'm grateful for what God is doing in your heart and in your life. And it's evident to me that you have surrendered your life to him. And this moment is a moment of you not turning back, uh, you going forward with him. And what he has for you is going to be evident and clear. So because you have believed on Jesus in your heart and because you have confessed him with your mouth, I baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's a delight to watch you and your trust in the Lord. And I'm prayerful that God is going to speak to you clearly and that he is going to direct your steps as you follow him. Put your hands on my fist. There you go. Because you have confessed Jesus with your mouth and believed on him in your heart, I baptize you, Audrey, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It was a delight to watch King at camp this year, at Camp Overcomers, and uh, I was blessed the way he would worship, the way he took seriously the things of God. You could tell from his video uh, that he took seriously this decision to pick up his cross, he said. Did you hear that? To take up his cross and follow Jesus. And I, I think King, who is aptly named, uh, he is a child of royalty. And, uh, and so it's an honor to get to bless him. I get to pray for him during camp and just sense the Holy Spirit ministering to him. And there was usefulness in the kingdom for King. And so I'm excited to see what God is going to do with him. King, because you have uh, confessed Jesus Christ with your mouth and believed upon him in your heart, I baptize you. If you put your hands on my wrist, there you go. 
In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. talking with her about why she wanted to be baptized said that she not only wanted to confess that Jesus is her Lord and leave her old life behind but she wanted to stand in front of the community that has walked with her to meet Jesus and so I stand with you with this community as because you have believed in the Lord and you have confessed him as your Lord in your heart and you have repented of your sins I baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to leave now. Others are going to baptize. But I want you to know what the Holy Spirit is doing here today. While we are worshiping in ministry, someone comes up and says, I want to be baptized today. So we have someone else at the end that will be baptized, Sarah Gonzalez. And it is exciting when you see what God does and brings conviction to our heart and says, I want to follow him. I've been praying that the Lord would do that for us one day. And it happened today. Praise God. So we rejoice with her also. Noah, Noah, because you have believed in your heart and confessed with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
Jacob, because you have uh, believed um, in your heart and confessed with your mouth uh, that Jesus is Lord and Savior, I baptize you, my brother. Um, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. get seven baptisms and then one extra bonus. Um, Chris had asked me to share a little bit about what um, kind of maybe want to get baptized today and I just wanted to share that the Lord has um, in the past several months been asking me to really um, to submit my past and my present and my future to him and in, it's been a process and today during worship, he was very gentle, but he was very clear. And he said to me, you know, it all has to go. It all has to die. And I was a little afraid at first. And I just said, I'm here. Um, I'm here. I don't, I don't have what it takes to live a better life. And I know that he has so much for me. And I'm ready for it. And I want it. And nothing... I don't want any of the old stuff. I only want the things that he has for me. And so I, it was very clear um, that this is what he's wanted for me. And I'm, I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm yes. here. Scott. Sarah, because you've believed in your heart and confessed with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior, I baptize you, my sister. was fun. Uh, there's still time. Uh, we'll invite Justin and the worship team to come up and we can uh, praise the Lord together. But if you can just uh, celebrate with me, thank you, God, uh, for what you are doing. Thank you that you speak. Thank you for hearts that are obedient to you. Thank you that you meet us uh, in each moment. And thank you for today and the chance to all be witness together. Lord, we pray you would help us to walk well with our brothers and sisters in Christ and that you would continue to add to our number. Amen. <laughs> 